welcome to The Mind Speaks, a podcast brought to you by the team of clinical psychologists and counselors at The Mind Psychological Services and Training. We look forward to sharing fun interviews, interesting tips and information, and useful resources. We're excited to speak to you soon! Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Minds Podcast. I'm here with Claudia and Christine. Today, we will be talking about some of the challenges that students are facing, university students in particular, during this COVID pandemic. Um, The ministry just released a statement that says that basically all universities and higher education organizations have to stay online for the next half a year, if I'm not mistaken, until December 2020. So, that's going to impact people quite a lot in several ways. Maybe you guys can introduce yourselves and the courses that you guys are taking. Um, hi, I'm Christine. Um, I'll start first. Um, so I'm actually doing my master in counseling right now. Hi, I'm Claudia. So I'm currently doing my master's in clinical psychology and I'm in my final year, final SEM. So uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So both post-grad courses, right? And how has the classes been going on for the past few months? So um, basically my course includes like practicums, like on-site where I have to meet clients, collect my hours. And at the same time, I attend classes as well and coursework assignment. But uh, since MCO started, like our uni decided that um, we got to shift it online. So our classes kind of moved online, but it's kind of difficult at the same time because the connection isn't so good. So our classes, we tend to say hello and repeat hello a lot. And sometimes we can't see all of the students' faces. So communication-wise and, you know, getting information-wise is pretty difficult online. And also in terms of collecting hours, we weren't allowed to see clients as well um, face-to-face. So it also has kind of shifted online. Wow. If connection is a problem, it must be super awkward, right? Like you mentioned, everyone's saying hello all the time. Yeah. And then I think we just spent five minutes doing this and then time gets delayed and class ends a bit later as well. Oh no. Do you guys feel like you are a little bit behind in your courses? Yes, yes, definitely. That uh, that impacts our time to graduate as well because like now there's so much uncertainty for us, especially because not only we need to complete our studies. I mean, online classes is not the major issue. Like the major issue is collecting hours, uh, meeting the hours required for our practicum. Because as things have shifted online as well for our um, online sites, uh, seeing clients. Ours definitely reduced a lot compared to previously from the MCO. So there's definitely a possibility of most of us, you know, having to extend our semester for one more semester ahead. No, okay, okay. So it's an entire semester. It's not even slightly delayed. How about things with you, Christine? How's your course going? For my course, everything, I mean, like before MCO, pretty much um, the same or similar with Claudia, having assignment, having classes, having thesis, and then I was also seeing clients during the MCO, everything had to shift online. So we did struggle a bit because sometimes communication gets not really clear, like message get delayed, um, sometimes lecturer um, like missed you out in the emails and things like that. So it's very important to have friends around or classmates, basically. What's you? 
because at least they can update you if you miss out on any important information or announcement. And also for classes-wise, it's a struggle when you had to attend classes online because a lot of people wouldn't want to turn on their videos. It's just super awkward sometimes uh, when your lecturer or you are doing a presentation. It just basically looks like you are doing a presentation for yourself. You are talking to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds like you are co- both your courses covers quite a number of things that other courses will cover. So there's classes, assignments, thesis, and practicum. So whatever ca- that can be impacted by MCO, you guys feel it, right? Yes. Yes, yes definitely. Oh my gosh, okay. Do you notice whether um, experiencing all these difficulties, has it impacted your mental health in any way? How are you guys doing emotionally? Definitely, it impacted our mental health. Especially, like, for me, I personally feel that I sleep more, I slack, especially the third weeks into MCO. In the beginning, mm-hmm. I was very motivated to do my things and everything. Everything is um, it's on track, I would say. But as time passed, when it's entering the third and fourth week, it just gets really difficult, especially online classes, all those. It's like you feel very demotivated to go for classes, even though it's just sitting in front of your laptop. You just basically don't feel like doing anything, even though you, you try to like keep up with the routine. So sometimes oh. I'll just take like one week off to really let myself rest and really set my mind to what I should be doing, what I can do things get better it picks up pretty slow after that one week of resting but Mm -hmm. i guess now things are much better it's very important to keep your mind clear of what you are planning to do and stick with it definitely in the beginning probably you have 10 things on your list you only manage to do like two of it or three of it but Mm -hmm. as time passed Mm -hmm. you slowly pick up and you manage to finish everything that's on the list Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so you'll get there eventually. <laughs> yeah, right? it takes time. Um, another <laughs> thing is like I find it very draining when you had to sit in front of the laptop from 9 in the morning all the way till 4.30 or 5. For some classes, it get extended. And you're supposed to have like 12 to 1 as your lunch break. But sometimes you just mm-hmm. don't get that. Because probably the first class get delayed and then the second class had to start earlier because of the numbers of presentation that they have and sometimes it's just like continuously sitting in front of the laptop that's making it so tiring oh, yeah that makes sense it's because all these technical issues and everybody's adopting to the new way of teaching so everything gets dragged on and you are sitting there staring at a screen for this extended amount of time right mm-hmm. uh, how about you claudia has this been impacting your mental health in any way yeah i think pretty similar to christine especially when it comes to sleep right it's kind of changed like from eight hours of sleep it can sometimes go from six or ten it's, mm. there's no routine anymore the routine is kind of gone <laughs> like there's no fixed timing to sleep because you know that the next day when you wake up you don't have to rush to go anywhere or anything because it's just at home right even mm-hmm. if let's say you have classes you probably can just wake up i'd say 10 or 20 minutes earlier like you don't have to prepare anything much just wake up um, mm. you know breakfast you can even have your breakfast while going for classes as well <laughs> yeah so i guess the discipline part is kind of gone when mco started yeah okay initially first week is kind of nice like because it's like oh finally there's nothing to do and i'm actually enjoying it for the first week but as the week passed i noticed that my anxiety levels has kind of spiked up as well 
mm. because um, I get this feeling like I need to do something, but there's nothing much for me to do. And um, similar like Christine, like, I feel very demotivated to get myself to do certain things. Like it's hard to set a structure or get organized. True. And it's so unpredictable knowing that you probably have to extend your semester, but you don't know how that will work. You can't like predict all these things, right? I'm sure that contributes to the anxiety as well. Yes, 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 exactly. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, because in a way, like, um, you know, um, especially in the last semester, I'm pretty sure like most of us are out there planning um, where to go next, where to move forward, um, have plans in mind. But because there's this expansion that we might have to go for, certain plans have to be cancelled or, you know, we have to replan again um, or being hold back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. So it's like on the big picture basis, your demotivation can be due to your plans just not being able to proceed as you know, you intended them to, and then on a smaller level is the day-to-day loss of structure. So that makes it hard to be motivated and follow a routine as well, right? Yes, yes, definitely. Okay, I'm sure a lot of students are experiencing uh, similar difficulties to what you guys are going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially like getting yourself up in the day just to sit for your classes mm-hmm. and, you know, submitting your assignment on time as well. I think that's that's probably a big struggle for many people out there mm, because like things are all online right now there's no physical touch and pretty much the routine structure is gone there's lesser discipline mm. right so i find myself constantly procrastinating for, for instance because now most of the time i'll be at home yeah. right so i'll probably tell myself i still have a week to go there's nothing much as well i'll just put on hold my assignment and then slowly drag on. I see have three days to go. It's fine. I mean, I have nothing going on. I'm just at home at all, all the time anyway, right? Yeah. So, and then it slowly goes to one day before. And that's when I start rushing a lot. Compared to last time, there's more structure where I put things in my calendar because I'm out and about. So, mm-hmm. I have pretty much things in place. But now, things are just in a mess. Yeah, basically, I find myself slacking a lot because of this. Okay. It must be really tough. I guess it's like, to a certain extent, you think like, oh, I have more time. But there are a lot of things that come into play as well, like your mood and your anxiety, that it looks like there's extra hours, but these extra hours are taken up with managing emotions, right? Yes, definitely. Like what Claudia mentioned just now about the assignments, like I feel that too. But I guess another thing is because since we are staying home most of the time, sometimes we have other responsibility to cover as well. Mm. It's like help out family members where sometimes your parents or your family knew that you have assignment to complete and everything, but sometimes they need your help and you need to help them anyway, Mm. or you try to chip in to do something for them. True, because usually you can, you know, go to university, go to the library where you can completely focus, but we forget that staying home is not like a blank space, right? All our personal responsibilities come in. Mm, Yeah, like managing few, um, few roles, if you are working, you are studying, and at the same time, you're staying with families. So you mm-hmm. need to juggle between all these roles. And it can get pretty stressful at times. Because like, imagine your mom or your dad is like, screaming for your help, yet you had to attend class or whatsoever online. Yeah, that's very true. There's no more 
uh, division. It's not like a regular day where when you go to university, you only need to think about university. Then when you come home, you only think, need to think about home, right? There's no more segregation. <laughs> yes. So do you guys have any tips that have been helpful for you? Like Christine, you mentioned you took a week off and after that week, it slowly started getting better. So to a certain extent, allowing yourself the space to rest and be demotivated and just like, you know, recover from the anxiety and the stress that actually helps a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like it's good not to avoid it. I mean, since mm. you have that one week, definitely you will fall behind others in terms of studies, assignments, and thesis process. But I guess for the long run, it helps me at least that taking that one week off to actually really get things clear and works, get more structured, and also setting boundaries for yourself. It's really important. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That makes sense. I think a lot of people are very averse to taking a break because they feel like I have so much to do. Um, I I should not be taking a break. But then if you force yourself to push through, but your mind is not clear, you, you can't pay attention, you're too anxious, then it actually takes you longer to complete a certain amount of work, right? As opposed to if you rest and then you come back, you're refreshed, you're better able to concentrate, you can get that same amount of work done in a much shorter period of time. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. Because at least we are much more focused in that sense. Mm, true. And I guess if you're able to take a week, that's great. If some people say, oh, I can't, then even just one or two days is better than nothing. That's true. That's good. That's a good tip. Any other tips? As for me, like because I do lack a lot in discipline and productivity, and I think I'm on the opposite. I take too much break at times. <laughs> so I think like um, trying to start set a new routine for myself again. So for example, for sleep, I kind of set an alarm every day like so even on a weekend I'll just set a fixed timing for me to wake mm-hmm. up and just uh, get to routine so you know um, I know that I have to sleep at this time and wake up at um, the next day at the same time so that I can get myself going and feel more refreshed when I mm-hmm. wake up because I know that um, I'm not waking up because after a long sleep but I'm waking up because I'm looking forward to do things. Yeah, so setting checklists for myself as well and you know, writing down the deadlines I have and I find taking off the things that I managed to complete, it's pretty satisfying. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, setting up like a, a way to make yourself feel good for your accomplishments, right? Mm-hmm. And also like, I think it's a good thing that Christine mentioned about taking a break as well because many people out there, they feel like um, I'm working from home I should be doing a lot more because before MCO, I'm way more productive, but they don't understand that like sometimes um, working from home is not easy as well because you can't separate work and home, mm. right? It's everything in, in one place. You're working and resting in an environment where you're doing both at the same time. So it's hard to separate them. So it's definitely even more difficult. Yeah, very true. Having a little bit of self-compassion, right? It's very important. People push themselves very hard and put themselves down for not being super productive during this time but this is not normal times yes that's true and like just now we mentioned about staying at home it's sometimes very difficult for you to separate it so it's very important to have the boundaries actually like setting yourself a time to follow like for example nine to six i'll be working but sometimes if you have family as well it's very difficult for you to draw that line Mm. setting Mm. a time for you to follow like nine to six is my work time 
it's almost impossible because sometimes during that period of time, you need to attend to your children, you need to attend to anyone in the families. Do you experience that? Like, you know, you have all these assignments to do, but you have, you mentioned, you know, you have to help your family. How do you draw the boundaries? Okay, so for me, usually I'll write down like a list, a to-do list of what I need to complete in that day. And I'll try to complete them within a period. I mean, like, let's say uh, I wake up at eight and I'll start my day at nine. And I'll start doing my things as long as I finish it by 11 p.m. I'm good because I set the time. It's like 11 p.m. It's my bedtime. So whether Um, I have um, tutoring work or my assignments, I'll try to finish everything within that period of time. Okay, that makes sense. So rather than being super rigid, I have to follow 9 to 5, which is hard because of family responsibilities you extend mm. that time a little more so that you have flexibility in between for your personal things yes. and still get to True. bed on time. <laughs> yes, it's very important that we go to bed the same time every day. I mean, it works for mm-hmm. me that going to bed and waking up almost the same time every day, it really keeps your momentum moving. Then mm. At least I wouldn't feel like I'm slacking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> True. Basically, what you guys are saying, you know, having clear goals in terms of a to-do list or a task completion list, knowing that what you want to get done is on the list. And then after that, depending on your personal needs or your personal situation, adjusting the schedule accordingly. So having some structure, but being flexible with it. Is that right? Yes. Cool. Cool. How about in terms of mindset tips? Um, I think during this time, the mindset part is very important because we can fall down this rabbit hole of beating ourselves up or uh, ruminating on like, like, for example, extending one semester can be very difficult for some people. It's very frustrating because they want to get out and start working in their field and things like that, right? How do you guys manage mm-hmm. those kind of um, thought-related difficulties? I, I think I'm one of them, like, as you mentioned, like, really upset the fact that I might have to extend mm. my semester because things that are planned ahead or timeline that I want to achieve or reach by the time has mm. to be delayed. Like initially, it's quite difficult because um, you keep ruminating about like what's going to happen um, and you're going to possibly think of every single worst possible scenario that's going to happen mm. to you. But I guess after like almost two months of this MCO and kind of reflecting, I'm starting to learn to accept like it is what it is like. Um, the fact that this quarantine is happening, um, this lockdown is happening and the circumstances around me, it's out of my control and I can't have mm. control over it. So instead of that, I focus on what I can do here and now in this moment rather than constantly focusing on, on my future. Because um, I'd say that if I constantly focus on it, I don't know what's going to happen as well. Because even now, we wouldn't exactly know when these things exactly going to get um, end or get back mm. to normal. So I just focus on my assignments, um, getting my hours like on my present rather than telling myself like, what am I going to do? The fact that I'm going to extend. That's very helpful, right? Accepting the limitations. And you're right. Um, constantly thinking about the future, although it's natural, it's like our brain's way of trying to figure out the problem. But the reality is that it's so unpredictable. So focusing on the here and now. Um, yeah. bringing your mindset to the present that's very important how about you christine um for me i initially i also have the same similar thought with claudia because this is also my last semester but since 
we need to extend because of some of the hours that we are collecting is not being recognized by Lambaga itself. The only choice that I have is to extend my graduation. And what mm. I've been telling myself is like, it's okay, things didn't go according to my plan. Since I can't do anything, I mean, like, I can't change it. Mm-hmm. So I only can think of, like, what I can do now. And I have, ex- I did ask myself at the same time, it's like, what's the worst case scenario that could happen? And the worst case that I could think of is, like, I need to extend another semester and I might need to pay fees on top of that. Okay. Yeah, so, and I come to term with it. And accepted that even if I need to pay fee, probably I can negotiate with the universities to see like if I could only pay the minimal fee instead of a full fee kind of thing. Okay, well that's good. So yeah, that's what I've been telling myself. And another thing that it was difficult for me to accept because of this delayed graduation is like I won't be able to get a job on time, which mm. I wanted to get a job. So badly. Um, yeah, something that you were looking forward to, I'm sure, for both of you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now since we can't do yeah. that, probably we can see like it's good that during this MCO period we see a lot of like online free courses, which is which is a really good time for us to like learn something different, and it's free. Yeah, yeah, one of them. Okay, well, that's a really good way of looking at it, right? Like, although employment or a new job is something you're really looking forward to, but it's not accessible yet, you're thinking about ways to make yourself more competitive by looking at, you know, building skills. Mm, yes, and actually, when I kind of look back as well, right? Um, it's not such a bad thing to have my semester extended. Like, yes, um, the plan, everything, it's kind of gone, but even. Um, if now I were to think again, if I graduate on time in this circumstance and situation, I think it wouldn't be ideal as well to look for mm-hmm. a job. So like might as well I spend the next semester to have more time to plan ahead. Okay, as well. yeah, looking at the yeah. positives. That's very, very true. And also another thing that I suddenly thought of is like I mean for some of us who are fortunate enough, we can actually think about like delayed graduation, paying mm-hmm. the fees. For some of them who really have financial issue, to them, this mm. delayed graduation is actually not an option for them. Or I wouldn't say it's like a good option for them because they need to struggle True. to find money to pay for the fees for the delayed graduation. Yeah, that's very, very true. I'm sure there's a lot of students who are worried about that as well, right? Yeah, yeah, and I know that like because many students out there, they're also like getting PTPTN loans, but because of this situation, I kind of heard that out there, it's kind of delayed. That's why like those that need that money, they're also struggling as well in, in these times like that. Okay, that's really rough. So like, the government have like some sort of financial aid that has been offered. And then some universities actually also do offer their students like financial aid as long as okay. they apply for it and they fulfill those requirements. Okay, that's good. So like you were saying mm-hmm. as well, like thinking about the worst case scenario. So sometimes we don't want to let our minds run away with us and think too much, but mm-hmm. 
it can also be helpful, like you were saying, think of the worst case scenario, which is paying the fees, and then think of an action, which is to negotiate with your university for lower fees. So I guess it can be helped, the situation is as such, but maybe for individuals who are going through this, they can try to focus on what can be done. For example, looking for financial aids, looking for uh, ways to negotiate the fees, or maybe looking for ways to earn a side income. Although it must be very hard for them, I'm sure. Yes. I heard from one of my friends, it's like she's having financial difficulties and it wasn't easy to actually go through it Mm -hmm. during this MCO period. But one thing that she said actually caught my attention was like she actually said the worst case, she just needs to move to a smaller space and also a shared house instead of having the whole house by herself. By doing that, she actually can save a bit so mm. that she can spend it on other more important things. That makes a lot of sense, right? Looking at where mm. you can cut back. Yeah, so I think like when we are very overwhelmed with anxiety, it's easy to forget all the actions that we can take and actually all the resources that we have. I think like, I'm seeing a lot of my friends out there, like they're getting really <laughs> creative with what they do. Like They're putting a lot of effort to do things that they haven't been able to do before mm-hmm. MCO. And, and like for baking or learning a new song, even like learning how to play a new instrument, they're, they're putting good use to like most of the things they considered hobbies and they're investing in true, it a lot. Very yeah. true. Yes. Some of my friends also having like side incomes like by um, tutoring, baking. Suddenly you can see like most of your friends becoming like a baker. <laughs> very true. So it's actually very inspiring to see how people make the most of the situation. Yes, that's true. And even though most, I mean like most people are spending more time on social medias, like for example, having the TikTok videos, I guess it's something very mainstream these days and very popular you can see like short videos of what they are doing which is good mm-hmm. that you're actually spending time with your family members or th- your partners to actually create all this kind of content <laughs> so it's quality time right and having fun together yes that's true well it's been great talking to you guys um really insightful tips on managing your mental health yeah thanks guys Love take care Thank you, you. Claudia and Christine, for joining us for this episode. Bear in mind that the news about universities staying online until the end of 2020 was accurate as of the time of recording, which was 31st of May 2020. But things change so quickly and so frequently. Who knows if that would still be the case a few months down the line. But we hope that this would be useful for those of you who are trying to make it through uni during a pandemic. And aside from this podcast, we've also got lots of great content through our What's On Our Minds initiative, including fun new videos on our YouTube channel. It's called What's On Our Mind YouTube. So check all these out, comment, like, and subscribe. Thank you.